0: me screaming on rubber puggies <laughs> the podcast ah! oh there's so much going on right now there's so
1: much to talk about
0: so much to talk about um <laughs> uh, where, do we where start? to
1: start where to start um how about we start with um furthest back and then we'll move forward to most recent okay. this afternoon oh so,
0: Farthest back, I think, is the coyotes. The Would main you know, NHL team.
1: You know the most about this, so yes. Take Scroll. it away, Taylor.
0: Let me grab my notes. So
1: and Amber um, and I will put in our two cents as free.
0: Um, so a little bit ago, a female sports journalist for the athletic wrote an article about kind of what's happening behind the scenes with the Arizona Coyotes from talking to former employees and all that. Pretty much, here's what's happening with them, I guess. And she she contacted the Arizona Coyotes They're She's like, do you want to put like out a statement here in this article, your side of things? And they're like, nope. So she published the article and the Arizona Coyotes put out a statement three or four hours later, pretty much um, saying that they are disappointed in the athletic uh, for the several things that I have said about them, from the whole um, Mitchell Miller situation to everything that's happening here, and just everything in between. They're like, our owner is so great um, that they are going to... They're disappointed that they, the athletic has chosen to overlook the massive investment that their owner has made during the economic downturn, AKA firing every employee. <laughs> um, yeah, so their statement pretty much read that, or here, their, she wrote about things that the owner does and all these, and they were like, we're gonna take legal actions. So everything that they wrote in this, like in her article they just summarized in this one statement. and <laughs> I find it hilarious. And like, you really just said, you know, like I get that we've done some pretty bad things, but like, why do you have to go and expose us?
1: Like, why do you have to say anything? God. Yeah. I don't know, everything about, just everything about the Arizona Coyotes has never sat well with me. Mm-hmm. Like even just the organization, like, when they don't have any controversy going on, they they've just never a been my favorite. That might be a reason why I've never liked them. But I don't know. There's just there's just something about them that just problematic.
0: They also sent Barrett Hayden back to the AHL today, so that's a whole other reason.
1: Whoa, that's for another episode. Yeah, <laughs> we should just have an episode where Taylor just rants hour <laughs> it's not every episode right
2: i was about to say that
1: we just know. leave we just leave her to do her thing
2: i don't know i feel like i've never been it's like there's always been something disgruntling to me about the coyotes like i've never been gruntled me <laughs> you know <laughs> like it's always i'm always
1: disgruntled about something with them so
0: it's yeah. not a surprise they're always like the vibes
1: poking at me like hey hey we're here being assholes (laughs) Uh,
0: they just they just don't have good vibes and they just don't do anything that's good ever
1: Arizona coyotes are watching this Um,
0: we're coming
1: for you we're coming for your shoes buddy okay oh gosh all
0: right yep
1: is that is that all for the arizona coyotes because i feel like we could be here a while talking about them.
0: there's it was just pretty much the like you know the, they have they're great they're pretty much statement was like we're great we're doing everything
1: um okay sweetie yeah. keep telling yourself that
0: right yeah there was like she was saying how they can't be trusted Uh, or they they were saying that her reporting couldn't be trusted because she relied on sources that told her things that the coyotes didn't want to tell people to tell
1: well if she said hey here's my article do you want to say anything and they're like no thanks for gucci you had the chance there pal, to redeem yourself but you didn't
0: then you put out a statement confirming everything she's written in this article like they um she kind of wrote about how they wouldn't pay their employees so then their employ- employees would be like sup bros um i haven't been paid for months at this point and they'd be like then they would sue them to either get the amount of money that they owed them down or to completely erase it
1: that's nuts
0: like, like i don't know how that works but okay
1: i don't care what job you have you shouldn't have to go through that much crap like court and stuff mm-hmm. to, to be paid. Like, this, this isn't even like an NHL thing anymore. That's just bad employer. Right. That's weird. Yeah, that's like, weird. I don't know how else to describe it. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, well, Jesus, we're already heated. We're like, what, 10 minutes in? <laughs> Oh, not even like well. three. <laughs> three minutes into this.
0: I don't know. It's probably been like five or something. I don't, I don't know.
1: know. My yeah. tooth hurts.
0: That's all that's on my mind.
1: <laughs> yes, you and your root canal.
0: Um, next topic of conversation to get us heated: Mike Babcock.
1: <laughs> so, if anyone's been living under a rock, he's basically been hired as a coach for the hockey team of the University of Saskatchewan. <laughs> Which, first of all, we don't want him here again. We Get don't him want out of him Canada. in hockey
0: in general. Let him here alone, again
1: as in, like, Canada. Let
0: alone coaching in Canada, you know?
1: Yeah. Can he just, like, dip into that retirement fund? And like... <laughs>
0: Hey, at least the Toronto Maple Leafs don't have to pay him anymore.
1: That's true.
0: (laughs) Like the University of Saskatchewan really said, ah, yes, we see the mental abuse that he caused young kids in the NHL. Let's do that, but to college students who are already having mental health issues because of school and stresses because of school, and all these other things. Let's give them Mike Babcock as a coach.
1: Mm, great choice. A <laughs> um, it's Saskatchewan. Can we put it past them? No, no. I don't. No. But at least you'll be able to like see Mike Babcock from like a mile away, just so you have time to run because it's so flat there. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can see him in the distance. We'll get the other way.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Lake Tahoe happened.
1: It did, it did happen. Yes.
0: What do we want to talk about first from Lake Tahoe?
1: Um. How about how done? I could <laughs> have like literally gone and visited you in the time between the first intermission? <laughs>
0: They really didn't think the sun would be a factor. I could
1: have flown you know. to Lake Tahoe in that time.
0: I could have, yeah. I could have I gone to, to Lake Trap. Tahoe, played a game of hockey, and then- And then made it back. Yeah. In time.
2: Mm-hmm. It was a mess.
0: Like, didn't it you even literally think that the sun would not be a factor in Nevada?
2: California. No, it's it Nevada there it was an Nevada. argument we have
0: we have confirmed this they confirmed this that it is in Nevada because yeah just quick out, shout out, out to over there uh,
1: quick shout out to the two guys in my comment section um Nate and um Coleman who were having a little a little discussion about where the resort was and ultimately it was decided it's Nevada. Where was it? Nevada. (laughs) Because, like, Lake Tahoe is, like, on the border of California. Yeah, it's, like...
0: Lake Tahoe and then Lake Tahoe South, which South is in California. But they were playing on the resort, which is in Nevada. Well,
2: here's the thing. You have the weird Nevada, like... Nevada Mm -hmm. makes that weird, like, L shape, that, like, angle. So that's where it is. So it's, like, you have... Three fourths are in California. Then one fourth is
1: in Nevada. Yeah, I think the resort and like the actual like, rank the golf
0: course that they were playing on Nevada. was in Nevada.
1: Regardless, it's hot. Right it's in a desert, in the ice is going to melt. It was it's a mid-afternoon game in a southern state.
0: It was what, like seven or eight degrees? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, the same here Celsius. In small, the melting at ne- You know, It was the same temperature here and it was melting at like negative three here. What did we expect?
1: Yeah, like it was fully warm. It yeah. was warm. Sunny. It was like my parents first told me, like, oh yeah, Lake Tahoe's in Colorado. Like, okay. It was nuts. Not in Colorado. No. It's California. Nevada. Forgive, forgive my family for not knowing American geography. It's really confusing.
2: Yep. It's not even close to Colorado. Mm. I, I like know. the general.
0: General stat side of the
2: western, General just western.
0: Yeah. The other half of this is that I'm fighting people.
2: Oh, um, I thought we were yes. going to talk about the Boston
0: the Bruins and their terrible- loss? We're not talking about that, okay, first of all, that, no, because the Flyers, they were, a, they were a mess. Anyways, um, it's, you know, I get that it's, it's like annoying and it sucks that you're, that we're losing and all of these things, but um, That doesn't give people the right to pretty much send death threats to Carter Hart.
1: (laughs) So there's a lot to unpack there, but I agree. Yeah. Um, Goalies get way too much shit. I'm just going to say it. Goalies get way too much shit Mm -hmm. because if their team isn't pulling through for them and they're just playing normally, they're standing on their head to do something. They get absolutely like shit on.
0: Mm-hmm. Not trying, and also when you're in the case of the Flyers, where they have six of their players out, their entire taxi squad playing, two defensemen on wing. What what is he supposed to do? You know, exactly. you have you're they were barely beating them, and, or I guess you know they didn't win. But um, when the during any other game this season, when they were Battling these games against them with their entire full roster, you think that having seven players out is not affect this at all, and it's I it kind of hurts. I don't to me. I have zero empathy, but when it comes to Carter Hart, I'm like, please don't touch this child. (laughs) He's a precious little bean, but it just it's like. What's the point? He He's 22 years old, hasn't played a full he's season. He's a young yet. goalie, like, yeah. he's so
1: young. He's
0: he's a baby, but he's going to have these mishaps and these stretches that he's not going to do so hot. It's inevitable. Like, even Fleury, Holtby, all of these guys are going through this. At, they're going through it now, and they've gone through it at some point in their career.
1: Right. <laughs> Like, like, this I, isn't, like, some random thing that's just happening to Carter Hart.
0: Yeah. Every goalie, every team is struggling right now. Mm. And, I, you know, this play Cut a, bit. Him a bit of slack. Cut him a bit of slack. He's 22 years old. He's just doing things. And don't send him death threats specifically while he is in Lake Tahoe. Oh.
1: <sighs> because we know what happens in Lake Tahoe. <laughs> The fact that we even have to say that is kind of sad. It is. Mm-hmm. It's... Do not send this young goalie who's, like, trying. Don't, first of all, don't send anybody death threats. Yeah, just don't do that. But um, more specifically in this case, don't send a guy who's, like, trying to pull something out of his ass make sure that his team doesn't absolutely, like, blow during a game. Don't send him death threats because... D- Buddy, alright. You go in. Yeah, I would like to see you try. You go do it. If you if you're so confident that he's doing such a shit job, you go do it. You
0: go stop all of David Posternock's shots. Yeah. I dare you. Have fun with that. I dare you. Like God. I, it's it's I like the, he might there's this thing that some people have said that. He might be having an injury that he's just not telling anybody about <clears throat> Devin Levi.
1: I was just about to do the exact same <laughs> thing you just did.
0: <laughs> but, you know, he might be battling an injury that nobody is, he's not telling anybody because he wants to play. All these things he feels like this is on him, that he, you know, he has to do this for his team. And first of all, that's stupid. Please don't fucking do that. But Carter, also, please don't. Either. Please don't. Please don't. Do I need to send him another meme? <laughs> Oh, gosh. Um, of Hart, please don't block me. I'm just gonna send you memes every time you
1: lose that. carol Dubois won't let me send him a meme. Darn. Kind of depressing. It's a funny it's,
0: meme.
1: It's a good one. It's a good meme. It's a... Mine was a really good meme. So your last name is... Well, we done boys. What? <laughs> Hold on. Oh, oh. Oh. I mean, I made a TikTok about it. Oh, I got it. Your last name is Dubois? We done boys. Come on. And it said he can't receive direct messages from just people he doesn't follow. Hmm. Rude. Um,
0: So before I actually start crying about this whole situation, Let's talk about a topic that we have been requested to talk about by Lindsay's classmates. Woo! It's also <laughs> It's also great. Kind of this breaking. one's for you. <laughs> it's also kind of a breaking news story so there's not a lot of facts and there's a lot of unknowns about it.
1: I'm gonna pull up all the screenshots that have been sent to the group chat. Oh I have them all on my phone. <laughs> okay well I'll just have them here for reference. Okay.
0: Um, so, Artemi Panarin is being targeted by Putin,
1: <laughs> essentially, boiled down. That is a sentence I don't think I, I ever thought I would hear or say. Exactly. <laughs> um,
0: um, cool. Yeah, so, to get the facts, the, there was an article written by a Russian publication um, that, a sports journalist, Molly Walker, she writes for the New York Rangers, translated roughly what it says. Um, and I, so when their team lost to the Dynamo 2-0 in which Panarin didn't have a great game, Nazarov claims that then 19-year-old Panarin and his other teammates went out to a local hotel bar and he said, quote, sent an 18-year-old citizen of Latvia to the floor with several powerful blows. Uh, Nazareth claims Panarin was detained by police before he was eventually criminal. There was an eventual criminal case and trial. We'll get back to this point in a second here.
1: Yes. <laughs> My law class right now is going to come in handy. Me too.
0: Yes. Mine too. Um, Nazareth alleges that there was a bribe of 40,000 euros in cash to let Panarin off the hook. Again, we will come back to this point later. Um, Nazaroff detailed the account f- was from December 11th, 2011 in Riga, Latvia. And Nazaroff said he respected the residents for st- standing up for him. Um, and she writes that these are all unproven allegations from a man who is a well-documented loyal supporter of Putin, who Panarin has outspokenly oppressed, and that there's a lot of shots taken at Panarin's character by Nazarov, which seem to have a lot of personal feelings behind it.
1: Also, before we get canceled, uh, Taylor meant to say opposed, not oppressed. <laughs> I, have, I have I have dyslexia, let me vibe,
0: okay? <laughs> um anyways, yeah. So I don't know a lot about Russian politics. I don't pay attention to them. So if anybody is listening to this, please don't arrest or murder me.
1: We're just we're just the messengers here. Yeah. And we're going to put our two bits in.
0: Yeah. So as of about two hours ago, um, another journalist, I will butcher his name so badly, so I'm not even going to try and pronounce it, but he reached out to the local authorities, the hotel, and some of his former teammates. There has been no response from the local authorities just yet, as of right now. Um, The hotel spokesperson... (laughs) Um, as well as multiple other sources aka his teammates uh, told them that no incident actually happened and that one of them said if you look at what Nazaroff said and do a little bit of research you'd instantly see through all of his lies
1: so um and like just from like reading stuff throughout class today I'm so sorry Mr. Kusan I wasn't paying attention to your lesson at all um just from doing, like, reading, it seems like this Nazareth guy is, like, a real asshole um, and, like, has had people, like, say, like, yeah, he's not a, not an outstanding guy. He's
0: just jelly that our boy Temi Brett is out there vibing and thriving, doing what he couldn't do while Nazareth is in the U.S doing something that I probably shouldn't say because, again, I do not want to be arrested or murdered, and this is on (laughs) the internet. I don't want this to come back to me.
1: I mean, I don't really even care who you are, what the situation is. Don't start rumors.
0: (laughs) And from a law side of things, um, I haven't looked into it, but other people have, and other journalists have, that as of right now, there is no uh, record of an arrest, a trial, or a bail on Panarin.
1: Yeah, so and usually that, that stuff, because it's adult court, mm-hmm. it, it's different it, in Russia. Yeah, but
0: and if it has been, like if it's a closed case, those are public records now.
1: They're public mm-hmm. records, everyone would know about it, much like the Patrick Kane situation. Like everyone, everyone knows about that because obviously he's an adult and Panarin was an adult. He was, eight, he was 19 when this happened. So he's still not, not a juvenile. So it would obviously be public records. Of- especially if he's like this hockey star, everyone's going to hear about it, which no one has until now, 10 years later.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It just sounds a little suspicious to me. Yeah.
0: So there's nothing. So at this point we can assume any records as from this point on, are fa- false and fabricated.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. We're taking this with a grain of salt, just in case it is true. Yeah. Don't want this to come back and bite us in the ass. Yeah. Just, the facts that we have right now. This is this is what we can make of it. I guess. Yeah.
0: I feel like I'm covering like a murder.
1: <laughs> <So> I know. <laughs> I'm like, just so we know, this is this is a breaking no, not story. Not that. No. It sounds like he, like, killed, like, a child, <laughs> which <laughs> he didn't, he didn't do, he, he didn't do, he's an 18-year-old, <laughs> <laughs> apparently.
0: But, yeah, like, again, also, please do not arrest us or murder <laughs> us, we are just simply stating what we have so far. <laughs> mm mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get we'll come back to this at a later podcast episode with more information we're literally talking about this
0: stuff in like my journalism class
1: we were like we are talking about this in my law class today we're like mm-hmm, this is weird well because we did our my reading
0: week was just last week and so we were talking about this before the break of this is the different kind of news is you can have like here's what happens like breaking news is like really quick news where you don't have all the facts But then you got like little slow news that has all of the facts that comes at a later date, all of that. So we're now in
1: breaking news mode. (laughs) We're we're in breaking news mode. Next week we'll probably be around snail mail news. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: So we're trying to be as calm as possible because that's apparently good in breaking news situations. Mm
1: -hmm. Meanwhile, you and I are screaming into our laptops about this. (laughs) There's nothing at this point, so Teddy
0: Red has taken a leave of absence from the New York Rangers, which is a big hit because the Rangers already suck.
1: And um he's now on my injured reserve on my fantasy team. Fun. Mm. Yay. Fun. Um, Yay.
0: Yeah. I so right now it I think he's doing a lot of this because. Sorry, he's taking a leave of absence because his family still lives in Russia. So it's possibility that he's trying to make sure that they are safe and probably get them out of the country.
1: Which we send good good wishes and prayers. Hopefully everybody is
0: safe because like I'm I don't know Panarin personally. I've never met him, all of these things, but there are people who are, uh, who are saying like this is not his characteristic, like this is not him yeah. at all. This is something he would never do. So again, hopefully everybody is safe because even if this whole thing is true or that whole situation is true, it still does not mean that people should be injured and stuff.
1: Yeah, and even if you don't like Panarin, because I know some people don't, yeah. like don't say stuff like "Oh, he deserves this." He he, because this isn't just impacting him, impacting his family, which has nothing to do with the kind of person he is. So just just don't. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and also to tie into like this COVID situation, there is there's been sixty-five players plus put on this thing and seeing 45 games postponed. So there's something that has to be done about this. And I think this also, in my opinion, kind of ties into what I think should happen of I know that it would suck and everybody would hate it, but there needs to be like there definitely just needs to be like a break. There has to be like a month or like month or so break where everybody just can be healthy. And this whole thing can just blow over because the New York Rangers are now gonna be allowing fans in the stadium soon. And if something like this is happening where it is potential that people's lives are at risk from COVID and from Russia, apparently now. COVID and Russia. <laughs> COVID in Russia, oh that's what we're dealing with in 2021. But that- but That's if- the
1: title of this this episode. <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah like if, if there's something that is possibly going to put people in danger from play, like from fans to players to anybody that just there just needs to be a pause so that this whole COVID situation can get under control and this whole Panarian situation can because you know I don't know what can happen people can be injured in this so
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's just my opinion of what's best to do
1: yeah oh geez well i haven't an even another depressing piece of information not about this so matthew kachuk all right so this makes me sad um so recently like as in the past like two days there's been a lot of i don't know how to put it i'm just gonna read what um, I've found on Twitter. So TSN hockey posted something and it, it has like a picture of Matthew Kachuk and he responded to, there's a bunch of criticism of him from flames, fans and media about like the team's struggle this year. Cause I haven't been doing too hot, which I mean, what team really has, Again, back to that point. All the time. No team <laughs> is good all the time. And he responded with a one-sentence remark saying, They loved me once. And it's kind of sad. It to me other it, podcasts, also on the Sea of Red, that podcast. Um, Elliot Friedman said, uh Kachuk feels like some players don't want him creating something every night. And I think he's confused by that. I think he knows how to play the game a certain way. And that's, and that now he's questioning it. That is in my mind, the equivalent of telling Brad Marchand and Brendan Gallagher and guys like that, not to be the way they are. Yeah. Which, this is the new, yes.
0: this is like the new enforcer role. Where mm-hmm. you can score, but you can also start something. You can fight. But I, and that, yeah, that's like the new enforcer role. And as somebody who, as an Oilers fan, who is not particularly love Matthew Kachuk, um, it's sucks. Like there's just this such bandwagon and fair weather fans that if their team sucks and is doing bad, then that they're just going to shit all over them. And it's no different to Matthew Kachuk and it sucks and it's annoying and it's like to be these players it just seems like there's so much that we don't see like you know there's articles and stuff that are written about them that the uh, you know it, it gets to them again they're humans they're people I get that they are these sports celebrities and things like that but they are still people and they still have feelings and they're still going to take things and if you're constantly bringing them negativity, it's going to hit them.
1: On a smaller scale, I kind of know what Matthew Kachuk, like from what I've read, like what he's kind of going through, because with my old softball teams, like I'm in a pretty dominant role. I'm a pitcher, but like when I'm up to bat, when I'm in the field, like I'm, I'm chirping, I'm chirping people. I'm. I'm not letting up. All right. Cause you know, it's a game. And in the end, like, I don't mean half the shit that I'm saying because it's a game. I don't mm-hmm. really mean it. And like, I'll go up to the girls that I'm like chirping before and I'll be like, Hey, that was a really good game. You played really well. And we have a civil conversation, but my coaches would take away at a proportion and basically say, Oh, you can't, you can't do that anymore. Kind of that's my playing style. That's how I that's how I do things. And like telling Matthew Kachuk that he can't do his his Kachuk thing that him and his brother are like notorious for right now. It's like stripping him of his identity as a hockey player and kind of making him like every other guy out there. And like where is the like, where's the fun in that? Like, the fun when I'm watching my team, the Montreal Canadiens, play Ottawa or play Calgary is my dad and I saying, oh, my God, we have a Kachuk tonight. And, like, it's, it's just becoming, like, he's becoming a household name, especially with the Canadian teams. And I just I just think it's sad. It's sad.
0: I mean, you can definitely see – I have him on my fantasy team, and you can definitely see that things are starting to hit him because he's not recording points. He's barely doing anything and you can tell that it's hitting him. And even going back to the game against Toronto a couple weeks ago, where, you know, I don't know exactly what happened, but he was fell on top of Jack Campbell and people were pretty mad about that. And even Jeff Ward came out and said, if this was literally any other player, you wouldn't care. Just because it's Matthew Kachuk, you're all pissed off about it and making a bigger deal than it needs to be.
1: Yeah, like that happened. I think Tyler Toffoli um, fell like on... God, I want to say it was Vancouver they were playing. I think it was... Might have been Demco. I'm not sure. Anyway, I know it was Tyler Toffoli that fell on the goalie. And there was kind of like a little scuffle, and like Anderson kind of jumped in. But like other than that, nothing really amounted to it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But again... Same thing happens to Matthew Kachuk, a known pest of the NHL, and suddenly everyone's, like, going nuts. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Just makes me a little bit mad.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's, I, I think people are just finding things to cheap shot him at, you know? Like, they're, unless you're a Calgary Flames fan, you don't like Matthew Kachuk. And they if you don't like him you're gonna try and slander him and do all this stuff to just hurt him and again going back to that point of these are yeah they're players and they're playing in the national league but they're still people and still have feelings and yeah I think people just don't understand that or really take that into account anymore
1: yeah like obviously at the national level and at the professional level you're gonna have to take some shit Mm -hmm. playing any sport at any level you're gonna have to listen to people talks talk shit about you parents coaches teammates opposing team you're gonna have to listen to that and you're just gonna have to take the high road and not have and not like talk to them because it's gonna happen you're gonna have people that do not like you and you just kind of have to get past that but there's a point where you're just doing it to make the other person feel bad. And that, that's, that's where you draw the line. It's not fun anymore. It's not rivalry anymore. It's just mean. Yeah.
0: Wow, so this ties perfectly into my journalism project.
1: <laughs> You're welcome.
0: <laughs> my final journalism project is pretty much talking about why journalism sucks and the bad things about journalism. And this is essentially it yeah,
1: I, there's just so much to unpack, it seems like right now, I don't know if it's just because I haven't been looking before, but it seems like right now, with, like, COVID, and the new, like, the new divisions, and just everything, there's just so much going on. I, also the same, because
0: before I had this podcast, I didn't really listen to things, and it was, my content was making memes about games, and now it's kind of like, i'm actually on twitter being like okay what's the newest thing that's happening in the nhl so that we can talk about it on the podcast and i can make content about it
1: yeah like i have no intention on going into journalism or sports of any kind um but like i can i can see how you can make a career out of this because there's just so much going on all the time and it's exhausting it
0: like i'm you know i don't have inside sources and People that I I'm not writing articles about sports yet. Like I'm not in the sports industry yet. But there's just reading about it. And there's so much happening that after I guess after the fact that it's kind of draining. And I can see as like as a person who consumes the media, it's draining and exhausting to constantly be reading about it. But when it comes to it being about you, that is just, I don't even know how. These players can handle it. Sometimes, like, yeah, we'll poke fun at them in this podcast and on our TikToks. But when, even now, looking back at it, it's like, I, how you know, there's something. Something some, like, how are they gonna feel about this? Like, I can make fun
1: uh, of the fun. Have of stepped stuff. too far, even if it's like some stupid TikTok that I made. I have like what 650 followers or something like on TikTok. Like, the chances of them seeing it is slim to none. But there's always still that chance and that little voice in the back of your head saying like, hey,
0: they could see this. Mm -hmm. That's why I always, I'm like, sometimes I'm always hesitant about posting some things. I'm like, yeah, this is a funny content thing. But there's just some lines that you can cross. And it's, for some people, those lines are so blurred and they just don't care and just do what they want. But I'm kind of like, How is this going to, first of all, be perceived me? How are they, like, people are going to perceive me and my content if I'm just constantly shitting on players? I'll make fun Mm. of them. Like, I I made a TikTok about the Battle of Alberta, like, a couple nights ago. It was 7 3, the final score, 7 1, sorry, the final score. And McDavid got a hat trick. Markstrom was pulled after that. And I made a funny joke, being like, ah, Markstrom and McDavid, blah. (laughs) <laughs> like that's a, that's a funny thing. It was not never really poking fun. It was just like, here's McDavid. This and happened. This this thing happened. And yeah, but like, I've seen things about people or content creators who on just post just slander on players. There's even been some of my friends on here, like on TikTok, that they've gone all of their comments. They've had to turn off their comments and block people because there are other creators um, and other people who are just constantly being like your team sucks this
1: player sucks your favorite player is awful
0: all of these things and it gets draining for us
1: holy (laughs) shit buddy I know that it's like fun to like make fun of each other's teams like two of my friends are like massive Toronto Maple Leafs fans and we have a group chat together and we constantly make fun of each other but like deep down we're not going to hate each other because like Jill if you're watching this I'm not going to hate you because your favorite team is the Toronto Maple Leafs and your favorite player is John Tavares. He's not mine. I'm not going to hate you for that. And I feel unless
0: okay, it is Austin Matthews then there's a little bit of resentment but
1: <laughs> listen I am notorious in both on both here and just in my real life for like poking fun at Austin Matthews and like constantly making jokes but I have no malice towards the guy right like if I if I met Austin Matthews I would probably hold like no significance to me but it's I wouldn't like say some like say I would, like, yeah I wouldn't come for you I'd be like listen dude you are like an amazing player like yeah. this is super- I have
0: respect for you like I have respect for your game and your play style you as a person that's a little iffy
2: your mustache is kind of creepy. I mean no. there's
0: other there are things that he has done in his past that aren't the greatest and I'm not going to ignore them and that's not going to be something that I'm ever going to forget and I just don't like him. He's a mm. great player and he has a great game sense, but as a person I just can't like him,
1: you know. Yeah, you can listen, you can like dislike a player all you want, but it it's it gets to the point of if you're hating someone who likes the player that you hate just because they like them. Because I've had multiple people send me, like, messages about – because I like Patrick Kane. I, I will say it to anyone who asks, I like Patrick Kane as a person now and as a player. I know there's been some shit in the past, and if people would just do their research, then maybe they'd understand it a bit. But – People have, like, told me, like, oh, you're a shitty person just because you like Patrick Kane. And I'm like. I've been told
2: (laughs) because if anyone knows about this little thing that happened with Dylan Strome back in his day in the juniors, people are, like, will always comment, oh, did you see this? Oh, you still like him after you saw that? And it's, like, I don't think people realize that. Hockey, professional hockey players and any professional sports players are people too. They make mistakes just like you and I would. They're just held to a higher standard just because they get paid more money than you, even though they have the same like moral level that you do. It's like at the basis of it, we are no different than a hockey player. It's just what they do for a living is different. They're just hearing they're he millions money. of dollars. Right. <laughs> but like at, money.
0: at the basis money. of it. Yeah. And I mean, again, back to that where it's, we get these on such a small level of hate comments and like just people shitting all over our favorite teams and our favorite players on us sometimes. But these guys get it at such an extreme level from a billion different people. And it can be exhausting and it can take a toll on your game.
1: And ours is second hand. It's our favorite player that somebody's talking shit about. With them, it's somebody's talking shit about you. Mm-hmm. All in all, people get like super friggin' heated over a sport. Men with knife shoes and sticks. <laughs> it's a game.
0: behavior. What we've learned today is that everything boils down to fan behavior. Fan behavior. <laughs> Anyways, to end this episode on a good note, um, I saw on Twitter that people want NHL
2: Bachelorette, <laughs> whichever one that is. I don't know. I don't watch it. I, I don't Bachelorette know. is where a girl goes on and then there's a bunch of guys. So either one, honestly, either one. It
0: works either way. It works either way. Still the same concept. But we brought this up. Many weeks ago, that yes. we should start one. And so, if the people want this, let's give the people what they want. So, if any NHL players out there want to be on the NHL Bachelor Bachelorette, um, let us know.
2: We will start it. We'll make it happen. <laughs> we will make will make it happen. Who's going to be on it? <laughs> I don't know. There's Brock Messer, the-
1: Matthew Kachuk. <laughs> Only the best bachelors you could fine dude i feel like we'd taylor and i would suck on this for well no i'm saying we're not competing we're just being host for it you think i want to be
0: with an nhl player you think i want to go date like matthew gajak no taylor
1: do not even lie to me (laughs) (laughs) lined up let's pretend he doesn't have a girlfriend devin levi (laughs) Hey, hey! Of course, I will unapologetically sit for Jamie Drysdale, Kirby Dunn,
0: C- Harder Hart, Joel Theremy, Nils Hoglander, and Elias Patterson unapologetically.
1: If I line them up, all right, Taylor. If I line them up, do not tell me you'd stand there and let some other girl do it instead of you. You'd be like, they're all mine.
2: So I would just it all. I would see
0: here's the thing you secretly win them over with your hosting skills because i'm the only funny one here (laughs) i'm the the only not not you not you guys i'm saying like out of all the girls who would be competing i'd be the only one with a personality and a sense of humor
1: (laughs) yeah so what i'm hearing is taylor and i are going to be hosting a hockey bachelor bachelorette thing (laughs) let's go what am i gonna do um I don't if know. If anyone, I should be hosting it because
2: there's no chance of me ever, like, nothing would happen. Well, we're all gonna be hosting it. I don't know the roles of The Bachelor. Didn't they just I don't know. They're gonna home? be like, can I be the limo or something?
1: I don't know. <laughs> you
0: are the limo?
2: <laughs> you are the limo. <laughs> I am the limo. Not the driver, but the limo. We'll have,
0: like, three different hosts, you know? Like, we'll have you'll be, like, the main host and then we'll be like, like, so, how's things going, I guess?
1: So, how that date I know I'm the only brunette bitch here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, they wouldn't date me either because I'm a redhead.
1: I keep forgetting
2: that. That's right. That's right.
1: She's Hi, a fake I, I, you're a fake blonde, Taylor. At least I'm not, not trying
2: to
0: hide me. it. You can tell. <laughs> I was literally looking at my hair last night. I'm like this is all red like I'm not even joking
2: my hair like the red is for sure like almost gone and like the blonde parts are starting to come back in and I'm like oh I
0: forgot did we switch hair colors we just like flipped them
1: low key, like very low mine's key. always been like this thank you to my Portuguese jeans <laughs> This is dark as hell.
0: I've got my red hair from my British side and not my Scottish, and I'm just like, what is happening?
2: I think I want to dye my hair again.
0: I don't know. We'll see. I guess to end this episode off, to wrap everything up, we've come to the... What is happening? I'm just, like, hiccuping. Um, we have come to the conclusion that everything boils down to fan behavior.
1: Be nice to each other. Be kind. Be
0: kind if you don't have anything my nice school, to
2: say, so. don't say anything at all.
0: People are still people and have feelings and thoughts. Um,
1: Even though they look like they have one brain cell rattling around in their brain, they still have feelings.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Follow us on our social medias.
2: Yes. Rubber Puckies Inc. TikTok, Instagram. We have YouTube. And you can stream us anywhere you get your podcasts.
1: That you can. That you can.
2: Till next week.
1: Peace out, bro. Hopefully nothing else big happens. So I'm gonna go, pop with you you guys. guys.